Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with Future Tech Podcast. My guest today is Gorang Torvakar, CTO and co-founder at Indorse.io, I-N-D-O-R-S-E. Gorang, how are you doing? Hey, Richard, I'm doing good. All right, so tell me about Endorse. So what do you guys do? It looks like something very interesting. Yeah, thank you. So uh, at Endorse, we are trying to build a decentralized LinkedIn. So you can consider it like a professional social network on the blockchain. So we, we are building this on the Ethereum blockchain and using a lot of decentralized technologies to give the data ownership back to the user. So what does that mean, uh, decentralized? Like, you know, right now LinkedIn has my data and everyone else's data, I guess, and they're serving ads to the data and they're monetizing it as best they can. What would it look like under your model? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So see, uh, actually those are the problems we are trying to solve. So there are mainly three problems that we're trying to solve. The first one is loss of your data, loss of control on your data. You see, right now, LinkedIn, or for that matter, any other social network, be it uh, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, they hold all your data, they can manipulate the data, they can do whatever they want with the data. You know, there was an experiment by uh, Facebook like last year, I think, uh, when they were manipulating the emotions of the user, and that's not the right, right thing to do. Secondly, uh, these guys, they can monetize your data, they become billions of dollars, and as a user, you don't get anything out of it. How is your model different from LinkedIn? Okay, great. So, uh, so yeah, that's the exact problem we are trying to solve. Uh, to be more accurate, we are trying to solve three problems. The first one is the loss of control over your data. So in case of LinkedIn or for that matter, any other social network, uh, you don't control your data. These are the guys who control your data and they can manipulate it. They can do whatever they want with it. So last year, there was some experiment, social experiment done by Facebook where they were trying to manipulate the emotions of the user. And that's not the right thing to do. Uh, also, secondly, uh, these companies, they monetize your data and become billions of dollars in valuation. So Facebook is valued at tens of billions of dollars. LinkedIn just got sold for $26 billion. And mm-hmm. as a user, you don't get anything out of it. I would say only the top 1% of the users who are like influencers and who have millions of followers, they get some money out of it. But essentially LinkedIn or YouTube or any of the companies, they can shut down your accounts at any time and stop the flow of your money. And the third problem that we are trying to solve is uh, validation of your skills or validation of your profile. So 
so right now i can put anything on my linkedin profile and you have to take it at the face value there is no no way for you to validate what i'm saying essentially unless you go and hire a private detective or make me prove that i already have the skills so what i'm saying is true also the endorsements okay. on linkedin don't mean much right now because uh, you know i keep endorsing people that i like i endorse my friends i endorse my colleagues uh, they might not not necessarily have those skills so these are the problems we are trying to solve with uh, endorse so the idea is that on endorse your data will be on blockchain and other decentralized technologies so we are going to use ethereum uh, something called ipfs uh, where all your data will be in a decentralized manner you can control control your data you can turn it on and off you can choose whether you want to advertise on your profile or you don't want to advertise on your profile in case you are advertising uh, you will get rewards for your activity on the platform so we are going to give back the revenue part of the revenue to the users of the platform and thirdly uh, every claim on your profile has to be validated by the peers in your network so if i say that i can write javascript code or i can write smart contracts on the blockchain i'll have to put up a proof element along with this claim and this has to be validated by other people on the network only then it can go in my profile and it can be an endorsed claim uh, won't that create kind of a chicken and egg problem you know what about the um, new profiles on there for people that you know let's say i went to school at abc you know in missouri how would i get people to verify some of the stuff and invasive you know that, that that's a really good question you know so uh, actually that's why we are doing uh, we just uh, finished an ico which is also called initial coin offering or a token sale so in the token sale itself the the we raised some money we raised some ether out of the token sale but it was not only about the money it was actually about bootstrapping the network itself so in the token sale from that token sale we have a community of 4000 users right now on slack and more than 1800 people participated in the token sale so i would say that these these people they are highly incentivized to make the platform a success and that's how we are going to start the network and the user base already so i think that, that that can that can solve the chicken and egg problem to a certain extent and again we are going to start targeting some niche communities uh, with our go to marketing go to market strategies and i think that way we might be able to solve the problem so okay so the um are you going to be serving ads to people on the platform and you know you, i think you said that uh, people will get some kind of revenue share from the ads i mean how are people in the community going to get benefit for, you know not only from the network effect of being on there but what other benefits might you get by being a community member having a profile yep so the idea is that uh, the activity that you do on the platform uh, you will get rewarded with the ind tokens which are currently trading on some exchanges uh so these rewards will be proportional to your activity on the platform so if you do more activity if you are more active on the platform you get rewarded more if you are less active you get rewarded less and along with that uh we so what i'm building with endorse essentially is a reputation system so with each claim and each validation that you make uh, your reputation your score on the system is going to increase and as a community member uh, you this is going to be really valuable for you so in the blockchain ecosystem uh, just imagine that you can start using this without even a username and password you can start using this with just your ethereum address and if you put this ethereum address uh, you will know what's the reputation of this person what's the skills of this this person on the on the blockchain directly 
I think that will be really valuable. Is the profile going to be allowed to hold? So I guess it'll hold the value of the IND tokens in it. Will it act almost also like a wallet for them or currencies? Uh, yeah, so uh, it's it's going to be an Ethereum wallet essentially. So this wallet can hold uh, data about your profile. It can like it won't hold the data, but it will be pointing to the data in the smart contract. It can also hold some other currencies. You can do anything you want with that wallet. It's just a normal Ethereum wallet. Yeah. Very interesting. I wonder how it's going to affect uh, how much people hold in the wallet. Is that is that the only place where people can hold the IND tokens, or are there other wallets where they could have them? Uh, no, so to begin with, uh, we're going to start with only one wallet per person because uh, now again, there are some issues, there are some challenges with Endor. So there might be people who create multiple accounts and they start earning revenue in the same over and over again. Okay. Yeah. So they, they can start doing this over and over again. So we want to try to solve that problem, which is called a stable attack. And hence we are tying one profile with only one Ethereum address or one wallet. Are you going to have different levels of verification required for different aspects of the profile? Like, uh, you know, my name and where I went to school, maybe one level, but my skills, my professional skills, maybe that requires a higher level of verification. I don't know. Are you guys going to have yes, different yes, yes. levels or is it just one level? Uh, no, that, that's actually exactly how we're trying to do it. So we'll have a level of confidence with each profile. So the most important thing is to establish your identity and tie it with the Ethereum wallet. So when you just sign up on the platform or start using it, you will have maybe 10% confidence on the profile. Then as you start adding other other social networks or other Ethereum applications to your profile, uh, your level of confidence on the profile will go on increasing up to maybe 100%. So that's the basic form of uh, confidence. And then as you said, yeah, uh, when you start validating your professional skill, that will be even more higher validation required. What about, um, you know, like they have click farms for likes and things like that on Facebook. I could see that some people might want to spam the system. You know, hey, I want to be validated as a Nobel Prize winner in physics. I need a, you know, I'm going to pay this service a uh, hundred bucks to get me a hundred uh, votes to say, yeah, I'm a Nobel Prize winner in physics. Hmm. How do you prevent yeah. spamming like that? You know, is it if someone with a high reputation uh, verifies me, is that worth more than someone with a low reputation? And, you know, a couple of questions that came into my mind. No, no, these are really good questions. So I think you have two questions here. The first one is about spamming or scanning the system itself. So, yeah, we when, we when we thought about the idea, this was one of the first things that came to our mind. So we are trying to solve this by something called uh, an escrow account or a proof of stake algorithm. So essentially, when I'm claiming something, I'm actually putting my reputation online. So uh, on the blockchain, in terms of blockchain terminology, I'll be putting my reputation tokens in a escrow smart contract. And the same thing will happen with the endorser or the validator. So uh, if my claim is not validated, I will start losing my reputation. So essentially, I'll be only able to scam or spam the system until a certain amount, until my reputation goes to one or zero. And below that amount, I will not be able to scan the system. So these are some of the ways in which we can solve this. Uh, and the second question. If someone of a higher reputation oh, yes, endor yes. endorses yeah. me versus a lower one, what's the difference? Anything? Yeah, that, that's actually a really interesting uh, aspect to, to this entire endorsement angle. Uh, so in the, in the beginning, what we are going to do is we're going to have random people endorsing you. So our idea is that your claim and your proof element should be so objective 
that people who don't know you should be able to endorse you so in case when i say that i am a javascript developer and i can write javascript code and i had to put a proof element maybe a link to my github.com repository uh, which actually proves that i can write the code so the people that you, that are validating me or endorsing me might not know me so that's the first level of validation first level of endorsement later we are going to improve the algorithm and have multiple levels of endorsement so later we can even have a confidence level with your validation just like the uh, profile um, so out of 10 if six people say that i can write the code then i'll have a 60% level of confidence that this guy can actually write this code and again we'll have a third level of validation where uh, some some word by influencer uh, might have more weightage than other people in the network yeah that can that can definitely happen if i'm going to endorse somebody does it cost me any reputation to do so or what what do i what am i giving up if i endorse somebody or i verify somebody or am i getting a reward for doing it yeah exactly you're getting a reward for doing it again so when you're endorsing somebody uh, you're again putting your reputation on the line because we don't want malicious people to come and keep you know saying yes 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 to all the endorsements or no 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 to all the claims we we want them to actually go take some efforts look at the proof elements and then endorse so if you go against the consensus so in this case suppose out of 10 people eight of them are saying that i can actually write the code and only two are saying uh, i cannot write then it is safe to assume that the two of them are malicious user so in this case you will lose your reputation so if you are acting in a honest manner you will you will increase your reputation and you will also get rewarded for this activity on the platform who determines if um you know how you were acting if it was maliciously or in a good way like how what's the feedback back loop how would you figure that out uh yes yeah, so i think this is a uh, very well studied concept in game theory uh, it's called proof of stake and consensus algorithm so we are going to use some of those algorithms where the consensus threshold is very high so it has to be around 70 or 80% to safely assume that the people who are not in the consensus are acting in a malicious manner so some blockchains like ripple and even ethereum are already trying to use these kinds of concepts and we are going to borrow from these uh, these ideas All right, very good. So you did your ICO. Uh, what what stage are you at with the platform? Do you have people actively using yet, or is it is it not started? Yeah, so we have a invite only alpha, a POC. Uh, we already have more than six hundred people who have registered for the POC. Uh, we are opening it up in batches. So in the beginning, we are starting with some developers, some blockchain developers. Uh, we have opened it up to our advisors, to some blockchain developers, and we'll be opening it up to other people pretty soon. All right, and then any any new developments coming in the next uh, six months or a year that are, you're interesting? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think we are, we are going to concentrate on a few use cases. So one of the most apparent and the first use cases that we can try to solve is the scams happening in the ICO space. You know, so right now there are many ICOs going on. Like, dude, there are like thousand more than thousand ICO coins right now out there. Really? Some of them are. Yeah, yeah, really, really. some of them are actually legit coins legit businesses like us who want to do some good in the community but many of them are scams uh, they are not good ideas or they can just run away with your money actually there was a, there was a very interesting coin called useless ethereum token yeah if you google that and you go to a, go to his website this guy is actually writing hey i am going to take your money and buy some televisions or some cars with it don't give me money and he did an ico with this concept and people actually gave him 90000 dollars so 
you know, we can, we can try to solve this thing as a first uh, use case essentially for indoor. So what I see is after six months to one year, all the ICOs that are happening would need to have an indoors profile. Uh, instead of going to LinkedIn, they will have to be on indoors. And I think the community will really start accepting this because, uh, you know, it's on blockchain and they are going to benefit from this as well. So that can be the first use case. Uh, we are, we'll try to get that out within the next uh, three to four months on the mainnet. So my, my idea is to have uh, until November or December. And then by January or February, I will get this out on the mainnet. It will be a small subset of features that we are envisioning, but I think that's a good lean way to start, you know, go in the market, test it out and get a feedback from people. And second and more interesting idea that we are trying to solve is, uh, you know, there are a lot of uh, refugees and migrants coming in from Syria and all these war-torn countries in Europe. Uh, you know, some of these guys, they might be doctors or highly qualified people, professionals, but uh, or maybe developers as well. But their skills, their degrees are not valid anymore in the new country because maybe the university in their home country has been bombed or it has been destroyed in the war. And these people, although they are highly skilled, they still have to do menial jobs in these new countries like Magdi or working at Burger King or something. And this is not good for the society. This is not good for the economy. If we can integrate these people into these new societies and use their skills to the advantage, the new countries can actually benefit a lot from that. So our idea is that if these skills were on the blockchain on indoors or on my other company called Atorus, uh, that's actually an immutable record of your degrees, of your skills, and it cannot be destroyed. So maybe that could help solve that problem or alleviate that problem to a certain extent. So that's another use case we are exploring. Uh, we need to work more on that, you know, improve that idea in a better way. But I think we are starting towards that direction. Okay, so what was your initial concept for this idea? I know we're going back to the very beginning, but how did you get into this? How did you decide to make such a thing? Yeah, so uh, my my co-founder, David Moskowitz, who, who was supposed to be on this podcast today. So David has been working in Bitcoin and blockchain for a very long time. Uh, he sold his uh, first Bitcoin company back in 2015, and that's when I met him. So at that time, Ethereum was just coming about, and I had started writing smart contracts. So then I and David came together. We thought, okay, let's start something in blockchain because he had just sold his Bitcoin company and he had nothing to do. So we started a company called Atorus that was back in January 2016. So Atorus, we were doing smart contracts as a service. Uh, we have been working on Atorus for more than one and a half year now. We have a pilot with a university called Neon Polytechnic in Singapore. So they're going to start issuing their diplomas on the blockchain as, as smart contracts. So actually, indoors was born from that idea itself. So uh, our concept was that, you know, in this case, the university is stamping your degree. They are saying saying that you have this skill, you have this set of, uh, you know, ideas or this set of uh, professional activities. Uh, but we thought, why, why do you limit it to a particular university? And why not let your community, your peers validate your skills? So that's how I think indoors was born. And I think it has been a great journey from there. Hey, well, very good. So how uh, is the invite to the uh, alpha right now? Are you willing to let you know people listening to the uh, to this interview in, or is it a special process you have to go through to get invited to the alpha right now? It's like uh, uh, we are we are trying to test test the test some features out with some special groups of users. So as I said, uh, we are trying to validate some skills which can be proven online easily. 
so we are just looking at the profiles of the people and trying to see which are the correct fit for the features that we have right now uh, but yeah definitely we can we can uh, let in some people from the podcast <laughs> that would be great okay so yeah how do people find out more about endorse or apply to get into the uh, the private alpha right now what where should they go what should they do yeah so you can go to our website endorse.io i n d o r s e.io uh, you can find all the information there uh, we have a slack channel and we are quickly moving to a rocket chat uh, we have multiple telegram channels medium posts it's completely open and transparent uh, because it's on the blockchain so whatever you want about mm-hmm. us Okay. All right. Well, very good. Well, Garing, anything else, or do you think uh, we've covered enough of the the platform? Uh, no, I think I think that's good enough. Thank you so much. The Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, both to review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.